uh, Howard Stern Show is on the air on Thanksgiving week. I'll tell you how that came about. It really has to do with the fans. The fans have always been so good to us. And my gift to you this Thanksgiving week is the gift of us. Yes. We're making the ultimate sacrifice. I said to Sirius XM, I would like to make sure we have a show on Thanksgiving week. Most radio people bail out during this week. They do uh, all kinds of research, research, and they found that a lot of uh, listeners are away. They take vacation. Schools are off. And that... Uh, it's a perfect time to take vacation. I said, this is bullshit. The audience subscribes. They're good to us. We must be good to them. So, you so this is... Time. Most times they made you stay home. I can't hear you. You must... You're very low today. Oh, dear. Jack, you're right. I don't, I don't have any control of that. Make, yes, you do. Make, make it happen, Robin. Just increase your volume. <laughs> hello, hello. Say it again. Hello. Can you hear me now? Uh, there you are. There you are. Hello. Now I hear you good. Okay. I didn't touch you. Did, you did something. <laughs> but anyway, no, we... I was saying that before they made you stay home on Thanksgiving, this time you insisted... I insist. ...that you wanted to do shows. That's right. We're doing shows on Thanksgiving week. We'll be here today and tomorrow. Vacations are for the weak-minded. <laughs> People who are serious about their job should be here Thanksgiving week, and we are. And we are. And we love you, the audience, so much. It's and painful to be apart. And now you have something to be thankful for. That's right. So here we are, Thanksgiving week. I love um, you, Rob. Jim Meyer is a gentleman who used to run this company. He retired. But he is calling all the way from Antigua. Oh, is that where he is? This is the guy who used to run this company, Jim Meyer. Great guy. Hey, Jim. I'm kidding, my boy. I love that you're working today. We're going to fuck Spotify till their asshole looks like fucking prolapse chop me. <laughs> Sounds like you're at a, uh, well, thank you. Thank you. Jim's right. Uh, he's congratulating us, Robin, on our, uh, the, the well, person who actually. Could really still be in the fight. He's kind of fucking Spotify in the ass. What is going on? Right. He's, he's a company We're man. We're celebrating you. We're at the limbo contest, sir. Jim Meyer, way, all the yeah. stripping bit was fucking gold last week. Keep it up, sir. Thank you, Jim. Fucking radio. <laughs> well, there you go. Straight from the limbo contest wow. in Antigua. I always thought it was Antigua, but I think it's Antigua. Well, you say Antigua, I say Antigua. Do you say Antigua? I hardly ever said the word. <laughs> the woman who runs this company, Jennifer Witz, is on the phone. She is the CEO of Sirius XM Pandora Stitcher. Yes, Man, Jennifer. I'm proud of you. Look at you working Thanksgiving week. Now that's an employee. You're a great role model, Stern, for this entire company. You know that? That's right. Uh, thank you, Jennifer. I'd like to be, you know... A lot of the radio personalities take off Thanksgiving week. Not me. Not me. 
That's right. That's right. Listen to me. Andy Cohen, please, Mr. Hotshot from Bravo. Well, I ain't saying Bravo to him till he works New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. Come on. Right. We got to work for right. Sirius XM. And come on, Human Newman, if he's not here for Easter, I'm replacing him with anybody. You got to work if you want to be in this company every day. You think, I- I'm missing my daughter's birthday right now. No excuses. I like it, right. Stern. You and Quivers, you're my, you're my golden goose. You know that? Right, and you're not doing a limbo contest, are you? You're in the office working. I'm in the office. I I was up at three in the morning breastfeeding. Please give me a break. I I, I barely sleep. I don't I don't take this. I mean, I understand Jim Myers on vacation now, but listen, Stern. I never stop working. All right. You think right. that this is my life? Later, on, I'm spending Thanksgiving in Japan. I got a flight. I got a flight out Thanksgiving morning. I got a deal to close. I'm going to be talking to Sony. Come on, this isn't a. This isn't a. What do you think? Well, what do you think this is over here? Uh, I, I don't. I, I, I'm seriously. with you. I, that's why I'm working Thanksgiving week. I don't fuck around. The audience deserves it, and I'm with you. And thank you for that. All right. You're my big prize. You're my prize Thanksgiving turkey. I'm going to stuff you with praise. You let me know. And you, you, I'm going to throw you a party. <laughs> Understand that, sir? And I'm proud of you. God thank bless you. Serious XM Pandora Stitcher. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> that woman is a motivator. Oh, boy. Well, at least uh, the brass is very happy. The brass is happy. The people are happy, Robin. You got to work. If you're going to have an audience, you got to build trust. You got to be here. It's Thanksgiving week. Normally, we'd be off. But no, I said, no, I want to be here. This is especially important this year when a lot of people refuse to go back to work. <laughs> On our phone right now is Timmy. He works in a sweatshop. He's a oh. young boy. He's seven years old, seven or ten years old here. I can't tell the, from the writing, but uh, he is inspired by our work ethic. Yes, Timmy, you say you work in a sweatshop? Mr. Howard, yes. where do you find the strength to work so, so hard? Right. Well, <coughs> what do you make, pants or underwear? What do you make? We build iPhones, and I make a hundred of them per day. <laughs> Sorry, I have to keep this a quick call, Mr. Howard. All right. How yes. do you yes. work All right, so thank hard? you. This work, how do I work so Yeah, hard? He, he, he might not get to his quota of phones today. Right. <laughs> he can't He makes around. iPhones, and he says our work ethic is second to none. He's inspired by our work ethic. <laughs> Uh, yeah yeah, man that alarm woke me up this morning i get so fucking pissed off here's a weird thing i'm going to bed last night i finally was tired enough i was watching tv i put the tv on beth's asleep in three seconds she falls asleep with the tv on i admire that the sleep the the tv is a great sleeping pill for her (laughs) for her yeah she doesn't care what did i have on last night we started watching something. Oh, we watched the worst movie on Netflix. Worst movie ever made. You know, I like all those sappy movies. But we we wanted to watch a, you know, a kind of a light love movie. I, I should give out the name of this movie so people don't watch people it. People avoid so it. <laughs> don't fall so people into avoid it. Like, you know, if, if I give it a bad review, you know, because I love uh, Joey King. If you can't watch it. <laughs> It's yeah, I mean, I'm a sap for those love movies. You you put on, Robin knows this about me for years now. 
You put on Joey King with uh, with uh, Jacob Alardi in that kissing booth. I watched one, two, and three. Three was really bad, I have to say. But one and two, I loved it. <laughs> and those are bad movies, but I love it. They're terrible, yes. And I like Joey King. She's a great actress, but, you know, people have to make a living, yeah. too. Yeah. Well, anyway, this movie, I think it's called, I want to say Love Always. I should ask my wife. See if on Netflix. There's it, something it, called Love Always? Love Always. Something like that. Who's this. in it? Do you know anybody in no it? One, no one of note. It was a newcomer. I assume, you know, I don't know who anybody is anymore. <laughs> but uh, I'm watching this thing. A very cute girl. You know, very cute, which is good. So right away, I'm into it because it's a cute girl and she's going to fall in love. But this was so drawn out and so boring. And she she uh, she basically gets catfished. She's dating online. She gets she's for for weeks. She's talking to one of the hottest guys ever. She shows up at the dude's uh, home for Christmas. She's never met him. Turns out he's this uh, very sweet, very young looking Asian boy who's super nerdy. And she's you know she's like what the fuck. It's called Love Hard. Love Hard. I don't know why it's even called that. The name doesn't even make sense. Love Hard. Like, oh, Love Hard. I don't know. Hey, they what try it... to give you clues that this isn't going to be a good show. But you go right past them. <laughs> yeah, they try to. No, it looked good. It looked good in the end. You know, Love they give Hard you a little. Love Hard a bad title. They didn't even yeah, care but... about the title. Well, I didn't know. You know, I saw Love in it. A cute girl. This nerdy kid. So he's in love with her. It's ridiculous. It's fucking stupid. It could the whole movie could have been over in ten minutes. It could have been a ten minute movie. That's how bad this movie it's is. It's only good enough to be a short. <laughs> yeah, and we had watched a half hour of it, and I said we should. You know, I wanted to go up and paint, and I said to Beth, we should bail now. And she goes, Yeah, you're right. I got cats to feed. I got stuff to do. And we just said, Oh, give it five or ten more minutes, and we ended up watching the whole thing. It was fucking horrible. And, uh, You're but, the you know, reason these movies are made because some yeah. people will just sit there and watch them. <laughs> yeah, but this one's real bad. It's a shame on Netflix. Uh, you know, I'm I'm a big fan of Netflix, but this was this they suckered me on this one. Um, oh, Nina Dobrov. I knew she looked familiar. Nina Dobrov is the girl who starred in Vampire Diaries. She's the star of this thing, and she's so oh. cute. But they, they really dealt their dirty with the script. Oy vey. So bad. You know, you could, you know, you, you hit and miss. I should only go by recommendation on Netflix. I thought you'd be heavily on the Hallmark channel by now because all those Christmas movies have already started. Yeah, I don't know what's up with that. I like some of those, but Beth won't let me watch them. Oh, yeah? She likes to watch them herself. She goes, you're not going to oh. like this. Yes, there's something up with Beth with Hallmark movies. She likes to go in a room by herself and watch them. Hmm. Yeah. But uh, so I, every time I say, hey, I would watch that with you. No, 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 you're not going to like it. I could tell she doesn't want me involved. <laughs> it's like her thing. It's weird. She I, I hear I, your critique. <laughs> yeah, or something. I don't know. I mean, I don't. I sit quiet during these. But anyway. 
But last night I'm going to bed. And it's funny, as as I was turning turning off the TV, turning out all the lights, I look at the clock, and what does it say? 12 past 9, (laughs) 9-12, 9-12. You know where I'm going with this? No. So I look at it, and it's 9-12, and I go, that fucking Bobo. Remember he was uh, his with oh, nine that whole nine eleven made me think of Bobo and I'm like I can't believe it. my head's on the pillow my eyes are closed and I'm thinking about Bobo with nine twelve because that's the joke Bobo first told us nine eleven his brother died blah 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 it was a very kind of weird story and uh, then we uncovered the fact that his brother didn't die at the World Trade Center he was in California. And it was nine twelve. It wasn't nine eleven. But he's walking around. That he was. That's why he was walking around with a nine eleven jacket. He used to go to special events for nine eleven survivors. Yeah. you know the people yeah. who lost someone. He'd be there. He had this jacket full of patches from yeah. these different events he had gone to. And he basically and then we was, would again give him sympathy. You know, nobody goofed on Bobo during those right. conversations. And then we there discovered it, it was all a lie, yeah. So right away, I went to my boss, and I was supposed to fly out to the National Safety Council. I canceled my plane trip. I said, I'm not going. Sure enough, 9-11 came, and I lost my brother on that day, you know, on the, that night. Wow. In retrospect. And was, I didn't know his brother. He lost his Never brother. Never has he said that to us. In the, He was in the World Trade Center, his brother? I don't know. And for a while, we thought he was in the World Trade Center, and then we found out. He wasn't died even in the state. No, went in the state and was nine twelve actually when he died, <laughs> and and then it turned out that uh, he goes, well, my brother was very upset about nine eleven. I think that's what killed him. He said he couldn't find his yeah. daughter that day, and <laughs> that gave him a heart attack. Because he used to walk in my studio wearing a nine eleven jacket like he was on the varsity 911 team you know like like yeah. they were, like he was actively involved i thought he was a first responder you know i i would you like would see think the dude some of those patches were from firehouses and yeah it was crazy there he is he's on the phone as usual you're crazy let me clarify that and you guys don't oh now you're clarifying but you know <laughs> tell the truth tell the truth you were given the impression you know, come, yes. come that, on. that I'm guilty of. I gave the impression, but I always use this word indirectly, and this is the <laughs> no, this is no. Word. I didn't hear indirectly in that uh, no, conversation we just story. had. That my came later. My brother has two daughters, right? One of the daughters worked for a firm on Long Island, and one day a week on Tuesday, she would go into the tower. That particular day, she didn't go in. She was on the beach jogging. He couldn't get a hold of his both daughters. He was vacationing in um, uh, Vegas. He, he lives in Long Island. And he was so, like, traumatized and stuff by the unfolding of the towers that he got a heart attack, which he probably would have gotten at mm-hmm. some point. But that's what, you know, to me, I called that indirectly of what happened on 9-11. But I'm guilty. So when we met this to, guy, you know, when we met this guy, he's wearing 9-11 patches, 9-11 fire patches police you know you it you know was unbelievable and so first of all he ain't going around all day when he's walking around with his jacket 
going indirectly, indirectly, indirectly. Right. He, you know, yeah. People you are know. going up and offering him sympathy when he goes to the events. He doesn't say anything yeah. about indirect. None of the patches said indirectly. None of the patches say indirectly 9-11. And it should have said 9-12 because his brother died on 9-12. It's crazy story. You know story. what I was wrong? I t- listen to me. I taught with the MTA police for 11 years. They were part of my team. They came in, gave me all these patches. They go, here, Steve, you want these? You can have them. So I put them on my jacket living in New York. Why? Said, yeah, they oh, thought you I were 9-11 victim, too. Yeah, you're so no, innocent. No, they didn't know. They, they, Bobo, you're so know. innocent in this. The, the the MTA guy or whatever they are. What if, who are the who? Railroad police, MTA police. Railroad, yeah, yeah, yeah. As soon as they give you patches, you saw them on your jacket. and You can't help it if people right. think you're a first responder. You can't help it. I said, no, I took them all off since then. I shouldn't have done I that. I know you did because we shamed you. Yeah. Yeah, I shouldn't have done that. By the way, but. many people don't know this. Bobo's uncle died in the Holocaust. And this is true because he went and he saw Schindler's List in the movies, and uh, it upset him so much he had a heart attack. In the Holocaust, yeah, indirectly. I always say indirectly. Well, yeah, if somebody quizzes you, you say indirectly, like us. I lost my brother. That's what you. Here's said. my. Well, I'm laying in bed last night thinking of Bobo because my clock says nine twelve, and I start laughing. I'm giggling in my sleep. You know, as I'm, as I'm, and I'm going, I can't think about Bobo now. I got to get to sleep because yeah, you, you start to, to laugh. Sleep. I was like, nine twelve is Bobo's number, not nine eleven, nine twelve. And whenever I see nine twelve on that clock, I go, Bobo. It's crazy. You so are funny. just making Bobo's day. Yeah. By telling Bobo that he enters your thoughts, even when you're not on the air. Well, the thought I was having. I the, the, uh, the, the, the thing is, what I was thinking is, this guy loves attention no matter where it comes from. You know, my mom told me, I went to see my mom this uh, weekend, which is a whole nother story. You know, that's always kind of depressing seeing how old my mom and dad are. It's just fucking. Now they it sounds like a ha- pilgrimage, you know, like you go to commemorate something. Well, now they sit. I kind of asked my mom this. I hate asking her questions, but she gets so emotional. But even Beth said to me, your mom keeps the shades down now. She didn't even open, like she used to open a window or have some light in the apartment. Now it's like, uh, it's always like dingy and dark in there, you know? I don't know why, what is that? of depression. Is it? Is it an old person thing? You just keep the window? Well, old people get depressed and, you know, they just don't even care about bringing, you know, doing the usual things like opening the curtains and doing stuff like that. They just sit in the dark. It's funny you say that because I'm like, gee, did someone die? You know, it's like uh, like they're sitting shiva or they're turning into vampires. They've been alive so long. But you know how like when you see the old vampires, they always like. But I'm afraid to ask her. I, every time I ask her, uh, it's like opening up a whole can of worms. Because uh, right. when you I get, get her, something, go, you don't get just, oh, I don't do that because no, it's a be whole like, thing. It'd be like, hey, mom, why don't you ever pull open the windows? And then it goes, listen, <laughs> we're doing the best we can. What do you mean? Do we open the windows? Don't hock me in China. What's wrong? You know, it just—it'll just. Does be, he know you're coming? 
Yeah, you know, I give her plenty of notice. I, I called her three days beforehand, and I said, Mom, I'm coming to see you. And now she's into this shtick. Whatever I say, she doesn't hear. She hears Beth, uh, fine. And but she's like, Wah. I go, I'm coming to see you. And my voice hurts. If I'm hoarse, it's from yelling. I went to see I go, Ma, everything I got to say twice. Mom, we brought you chocolate chip cookies, home baked. And she goes, Wah. <laughs> I'm like, chocolate chip cookies. Oh. <laughs> ah. Well, I go over to see how they're doing to see if they're okay. You know, like, it's one thing. We talk on the phone all the time, but, you know, I, I, with the in-person thing, I can at least survey what's going on. Right. You know, it's um, like a checkup. It, you can talk on the phone. How long do those conversations last? Eh, you know, my dad doesn't talk much anymore. You know, he had a stroke a bunch of years ago, so they, they last pretty long because my mom needs someone to talk to. Oh, okay. You know, so I call her a lot and just kind of, you know, let her, you know, put the phone down. Let her go on for a while. And I <laughs> you go, yeah. put the phone down. <laughs> well, you know what I mean. I do other things. <laughs> Gives oh, her, boy. Well, listen, I got stuff to do. I'm a busy man. I'm running an <laughs> empire over here. I'm JD's boss. What's the matter with you? That's a lot of work. But uh, I don't know. It just seems like all roads lead to misery with them. You know what I mean? No matter yeah. what I bring up, they're miserable. And what'd you have for lunch? It was horrible. The food was horrible. You know, it's like, I'm afraid to bring anything up. But, uh, yeah, so um, I went over there, check up on him. My dad, uh, he seemed pretty with it. You know, for for a guy who's had a stroke, I think he's had multiple strokes, quite frankly. Because I ask him what I do is I go, Dad, you still reading the newspaper? Like, oh, yeah, of course. You know. Like, I, uh, I feel like I'm bothering him by talking to him. You know, it's like every word is an effort. <laughs> but I want to see if he's retaining what he reads right. in the newspaper, yeah. see if he's all there. I go, uh, he goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. You read about that guy? What guy? I go, yeah, right. I go, I go, he, that's what my dad, though. He doesn't have all his words. So I go, uh, okay. I know right away what he's talking about. Oh, oh yeah, I go, you mean uh, the written house? Uh, uh, yeah. He shot everyone up, right? Yeah, he shot him <laughs> up. I go, I think this is where that Mad Libs came from. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to fill in the blanks. I go, yeah, you know, I'm like, shit, I'm shitting my pants about getting older. Because, you know, I'll probably end up the same way. I'm taking the baby aspirin so I don't have a stroke. They tell me if I take that, I could avoid stroke. I'm taking cholesterol medication now. I don't want to end up, you know, I don't want to be like, hey, Robin. Hey. <laughs> we'll you still know. be on the radio. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Robin, will, Robin will have to do most of the heavy lifting. He'll be like, hi, Howard. What'd you do last night? <laughs> <laughs> it's a good act. It could work. Everybody's going to be talking about it. Yeah, I'd be like, you should hear Stern now. He'd be just grunt. <laughs> no, but my old man knew about Rittenhouse. So he's still he, interested uh, in what's going on in the world. Yeah. I think he wasn't too pleased with the verdict, as I was, too. I was well, not pleased. not too many people were pleased with the no. verdict. It's ridiculous. Come on. But you 17. can't prove what a person's thinking if you, if 
nobody talks about it. And how'd that kid get off without a gun charge, at least? I mean, uh, he, he bought an AR-15. He was underage. It, he and, was, and it, it was and self-defense, Howard. Oh, but though, same, how did he purchase the weapon? He didn't purchase the weapon. Yeah, some guy purchased it yeah. for him. That's that guy would probably go to jail forever. But not the guy who the, used it to shoot people. That kid put the crocodile tears on, huh? Oh, my God. I was like, really? People bought that? Well, you know what they say. For anybody who's into guns and the use of firearms, they always say, if you shoot someone and the cops show up, this is don't say anything, number one. Don't say a word. If you have to say something, here's what you say. I just wanted him to stop. That's it. They train you. Who trains That's, you? I didn't know. That, I never well, thought was training. <laughs> well, I did. <laughs> I just wanted him to stop. In other words, self-defense. Now, look, there's legit self-defense. I am a big defender of the Second Amendment. I think there's a lot of marauders and, and, and fucking maniacs out there. And you, you should have a gun to protect your family and your home. That's my feeling. But you don't go looking for, you know, you don't leave this your kid, home, cross a state yeah. line. That's right. It's crazy story. Yeah, it's all nuts. Yeah. Well, do you turn tune over to Fox News? They say the kid's a hero. He's a hero oh, for running around. they're praising him. I saw tables of people sitting around wow. defending him throughout the trial. All right, well, listen. One thing is, in our country, you got to, uh, all we got is the jury system. It's the closest thing we got to any kind of justice. And if you're, yeah, but there's you also, think, you know, laws that could be changed because they don't cover certain things, you yeah, know, but until anyway, they come up. And then it's like, well, our hands are tied by the law. I didn't mean to digress. My point was, my dad seemed to know about this Kyle Rittenhouse. So it means he read it in the paper, he knew what was happening. I, I was wonder happy what he thought of it. that judge. He might have seen that judge hey, on TV here, a lot, too. Because here come the, the judge. I want to be judge. famous syndrome of judges. He was some judge. Oy vey. What a judge. Judge Bruce Schroeder. Um, but anyway, it was crazy. But, uh, yeah, my father read it in the paper, and he knew what was happening. He didn't know the name of the guy, but he knew... And then I go, yeah, I go, yeah, that's right. The Kyle Rittenhouse uh, case. These are the conversations he wanted to have with you when you were seven and five. Well, that's right. And that's why I have... do it. That's <laughs> why I do it, Robert, because yeah, I know what my old man's into. He wants to talk about the newspaper. If you weren't talking seriously about I but I'm a nice guy. I don't sit there now that my father's in bad shape. I don't go, what are you saying, you dummy? What's your, your moron? Because <laughs> now he sounds like me. Uh, ben, Sit what? Down. Dad, what do you think of uh, the the um, uh, the the uh, John Kennedy and the Congress? And he goes, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a good dude now that I have met the most vulnerable. You know, I mean, I don't, I don't, you know, when I was a little boy, my dad was very tough on me, but, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm tender with him. I really am. I, you know, I sit there, go, yeah, yeah. I, I'm asking him about the newspaper to see 
I could stimulate him a little bit, you know. Then my dad had to go to the ER because um, he had leg pain. The doctor thought it might be a clot. Oh. So I thought he was checking out. The guy's 98 years old. I thought he was checking out. 98 so, already. 98. Wow. 98. And uh, But it turned out he just had a cramp. Everything checked out okay. So I had to go over oh. and see what was doing with that. So, you know, it's not like a, a relaxed visit. I feel like I'm just trying to assess the situation. You're like a medical person when you walk in. You're you're evaluating. Yeah. I'm like the FBI. I'm asking <laughs> questions. You know. It's but if an I interrogation. Ask, but if I ask my mom some questions about this, that, the other thing, uh, you know, I go, Mom, maybe you guys ought to walk outside, you know. It's a, Listen, we have problems. And I'm doing the best I can. Oh, okay, let's change the topic. Uh, Beth brought over some cookies. Will they eat the cookies? Yeah, my mom will eat the cookies. Okay. Sometimes. You know, you never know with my parents. Like Beth, Beth says, I'm bringing your parents. I'm going to bake some cookies. Fresh baked cookies. I go, this could go horribly wrong. She goes, no, your mom. She knows my mom, though. My mom really loves Beth. Like my mom oh, okay. loves Beth more than she loves me. Oh, stop it. No, I'm serious. She does. There's no question. <laughs> she thinks Beth is an angel that dropped out of heaven. She's like, I'm so happy you found Beth. Listen, I know my... My mom goes, I don't compliment myself often. But let me tell you, I'm a judge of people. <laughs> and that Beth is some giver. And I'm a giver. And Beth's a giver. And she is the greatest. I know. I'm very happy. You're very happy indeed. I go, she's very beautiful. Inside and out. <laughs> I I know. Uh, I mean, she gets like, like uh, I mean. She's like on a campaign. Yeah, yeah. She's trying to convince me. I married her. Yeah, like you don't know. Uh, yeah, I, I know. I, I, so I know. I'm, I, I said, I know. I know. Well, let me tell you that Beth's a, the greatest. She's the greatest. So when Beth said she's going to bring him cookies, I go, don't bring cookies. Because she could have gone the other way. My mother go, what's with these cookies? <laughs> you know, we go down to lunch. And my husband has every day the same thing. He likes locks. What? You know, we eat locks every day with a bagel. That's right. That's right. And then afterwards, he has his fruit cup, and he has a chocolate chip cookie. What? You have a chocolate chip cookie. That's right. So who's going to eat these cookies after all? What am I going to do with them? You know, it could go that way. And then she starts yelling yeah. about, you know, what are we going to do with chocolate chip cookies? I can't eat so much. We have our cookie downstairs. <laughs> you know, I could get yelled at for the dumbest shit. But this time she was like, oh, thank you. No. My mom was on good behavior. Yeah. Wow. She's like very happy with the cookies. And I and I spoke to her later in the, the night, and she said, uh, "Yeah, in fact, she had eaten one of the cookies." 
Wow. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Who knew? My life. This yeah, is what I'm like up to. Russian roulette when you bring them something. People go, must be fun to be Howard Stern. You're famous. You make a good living. <laughs> beautiful wife. Man, I wish I could spend a day in your shoes. Be happy. Your shoes are fine. No, they should spend this day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anytime you want to spend some time in these shoes, go ahead. I'll warn you. I don't wear socks. They smell. <laughs> oh, man. Man, oh, Shevitz. But anyway, but yes, uh, is, you know, because there are a lot of people who find themselves being abused when they're elderly because yeah. their kids want to take out on them what happened to them when they were children. No, what's weird is uh, I'm being abused by the elderly. I get yelled at. <laughs> <laughs> it never works out for me. I used to yell at my parents when I was a kid. I'd say, one day you'll be old and then I'm going to put you in an old age home and you'll eat dog food. <laughs> That was my dream one day to get them back. And you know what? I never did it. I'm such a fucking good boy. I'm a good boy. I'm a dutiful son. I am a good boy. And, uh, you know, I, I keep the whole boat floating, if you know what I mean. <laughs> my old man the other day, too, my mom told him to write out a check for something. And my, he goes, no, I got to hold on to my money. What if something happens to Howard? And oh my like, God. Uh, <laughs> you know, like, like, don't worry. I've, I, I, I left money for you if I drop dead. Okay. You know that, but it must be, I wish we could have a conversation with him because I don't think he ever thought he'd be saying those words. No, he treated me like uh, he couldn't bank on me, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it's strange. Then Beth said to me, gee, you know. She always th she always says to me, if that was the last conversation you have ever, ever have with your father, are you satisfied? And I go, what are you talking about? Because she said, I wasn't emotional enough when I uh, said goodbye to my dad. And I go, my dad doesn't want that. There's never going to be a big emotional conversation between me and my father where he turns to me and says, oh, I love you. You know, it's just we don't we, we don't communicate that way. So and and in his current condition, it would be kind of tough, wouldn't it? Yeah, I don't know what she wants me to do. Then I felt bad all day yesterday because oh. I was like, honey, I go, what did what, what, you expect to happen there? First of all, it's COVID. We still keep our distance from everybody. Uh, no hugging? Yeah. I hugged my mom a little bit, but I had the mask on mm -hmm. when I said goodbye. You know, we're careful. I don't want my parents getting sick. I'm not like you don't want to make them sick. No, I, I'm not like these selfish fucks you read about in the newspaper who don't want to wear a mask. Bunch of cunts. <laughs> right, Robin? That's right, Howard. Yeah, All damn right. <laughs> but, uh, Every yeah, last so. One. But my mom told me a story about myself I didn't know. And it, you know what? It, it, it even confirms what a cute little boy I was. My mom said when she would go out with my dad and they'd leave the house for the, uh, you know, for the night, maybe they'd go out for a couple hours. I'd be a little boy. My sister would be babysitting me. My sister's four years older than me. Mm -hmm. She said when she'd come home, there'd be notes for her all over the house. Little notes, little really? things, little thoughts, yeah, that you could discover and find. I go, really? I, I, did, I said what you said. I go, really? I did that? She goes, yeah. She goes, I'd find these little notes. They'd be, I go, like, what? She goes, I, I don't remember what they said. I go, you remember everything else. You remember every shit I took in my pants, but that you don't remember what I said? You would say different things. I go, jokes? I go, 
jokes, things, thoughts. I go, what was I up to? You didn't want me to forget about you. You wanted attention. Oh. I was like, oh. Well, it shows you how love-starved I was. I'm busy writing my mother notes all over the house. Yeah, you were a weird mm. kid. I think I would have gotten rid of you. If you mm. Oh, there were notes everywhere. How dare you? What's how wrong dare with you? this boy? How dare you? <laughs> Let me get Greta Thunberg to you? yell at you. I'm going to get Greta Thunberg to say how dare you to how rob him for you? saying that. Hold on. Blah, blah, blah. Can you just say, can you say how dare you? Hello? Greta? Greta? Is she there? Greta? Hmm, not there. Hmm. Okay. How close dare the door. you? Oh, How there she is. <laughs> How dare you? Yeah, Robin uh, said I was a weird little kid and she would have gotten rid of me. Just say how dare you a couple more times. How dare you? When you were a little child, I bet you didn't fight for the environment like me. How dare you? No. I was a dopey little kid. I didn't. Uh, I, I, <laughs> None of you know what? notes were about the environment. That's why I admire you. You uh, you would fight for the environment. Since how old were you when you first started fighting for the environment? I was under 10 years old when I first started. When I learned about it, I didn't eat. I didn't sleep. I didn't talk. I lost 10 kilos. What did you do? I did nothing. That's what I'm saying. I, I Me, I would I watch Scoopy Sales. What? <laughs> how dare you? How dare you? How dare you do nothing while the earth is dying? Oh. See, I think my father would have loved Greta Thunberg as a daughter. Oh, because... somebody who was um, a rabble rouser and yeah, you know, on fire. And, and read the newspaper. What age were you when you started reading the newspaper? And, you know, getting upset. six months old when I learned how to read about climate change and the dying wow. of the planet while you reminisce and talk about the good old days when you burned <laughs> trees for paper. How dare right. you? Right. All right. I, uh, thank you. No. Yeah. How dare you? How dare you do nothing? Right now, how dare you? <laughs> <laughs> She's the best. I love her. No joy in her life, I'll tell you that. No, I'm, I'm very uh, concerned for her. She reminds me of Jor-El from the planet Krypton. She's the only one screaming about the environment. She's yelling, she's screaming, and no one's listening. I wonder if she's building a um A rocket spaceship. ship? Yeah, she, <laughs> let me ask her. Should I ask her? <laughs> are, you are you building a rocket ship? A rocket ship would use so much energy and so much nuclear power. I would never do such a thing. How dare you? Right, right. Of course you're not building um, a rocket. I, I have no time. Blah, blah, blah with your ideas. And how dare you drive and bring cookies to your parents. And no, how dare you wait? <laughs> I wonder if she would waste time watching Love Hard on a Sunday. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, does so she like bad. those romantic movies? Oh, shit. She doesn't have any time for that. You know what her answer is. She's going to just start screaming, blah, blah, blah. Here, if you want to hear it. Real quick. Did you? What do you think of watching Love Hard on a Sunday? Blah, blah, blah. No time for love. How can I have time for love? Love leads to kissing, which leads to making babies, which leads to overpopulation. How dare you? 
Sim. I was going to ask her if she ever goes to the mall and shop with her friends like other teenage kids, but what are you going to do? Yeah, I don't tell think you. she's watching um, Olivia uh, Jade put on makeup. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I want to paint, too. I wanted to paint my... I'm working on this big painting. This thing is fucking Is this huge. the thing when you've been talking about? Because you said yep. you've been working on this big painting for a while now. A view of Central Park. and it's oh, really? uh, very Yeah, yeah. I think it's pretty good, but it, it takes lots of hours. Like just to paint one, I, it's a big painting of uh, keystones on a on a um, on like an overpass, and they're different mm -hmm. colors, and uh, it's all muted gray colors, and it takes forever just to do one keystone. Wow! And I'm painting and painting and painting. I'm listening to music. I I was looking around for even podcasts maybe to listen to. Wow, you're going to get into podcasts? I don't know. Maybe everyone seems to be into it. I don't. I think it's a bunch of bullshit. But I like professional broadcasters. But uh, a lot of people are listening to them, so I'll listen. I listen. I'm open minded. I watched. I watched the American Music Awards. I tried to last night. It was horrible. Just horrible for a guy my age. I mean, I didn't know one thing was going on. Cardi B, who's been what? on the show, she was the host. I didn't know yeah. one thing she was saying. I should play a clip. Cardi yeah, B comes a, out. I saw a few clips on the news this morning. I said to Beth. Cardi B let's... being carried around in a chair or something. <laughs> I said to Beth, I'm, I'm going to watch uh, the American Music Awards. That's when she rolled over and went to sleep. She doesn't give a shit about music. <laughs> I forgot that the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame was put up on HBO. I would have watched that. Oh, that's right. On the 20th, it went up. That's I, right. I forgot to watch. There's so many things. I need, like, constant reminders. You know, when I uh -huh. laid down in bed to watch, I went to watch I Am Jazz, but it was recap episodes. I don't give a fuck. I know I Am Jazz. I don't need a That's recap. That's right. You don't episode. need a recap. You've been watching every episode. We got in bed last night. Beth and I together were watching Thousand Pound Sisters. I tell you the truth. I'm kind of turning into you a little bit. I, I was watching Thousand Pound Sisters. And the one big fat one, I mean, the one who's the most fat, she's over 600 pounds. It, they put her in a rehab. And I said to my wife, she's not lasting in any rehab. She's gonna, she's a big baby. Within two seconds, I miss my home. I miss my bed. I miss, she got a million excuses. This one, they took 60 pounds off her. Tammy. Wow. They took 60 pounds. Now on her, it's like nothing. She's yeah, over six hundred pounds. The Titanic, as they say. Yeah, but okay, it's a start. And then as soon as she gets down sixty pounds, I want to go home. I miss everyone. I miss my bed. And the woman is so nice. She says to her, "Listen, honey, you go home. I'm afraid. What are you going to do about your meals? Oh, I'll, I'll order out. You can't order out. What are you going to order? I'll get a burger. A burger. She says, "Listen, you can't be." One, she goes, one burger. Yeah, they, one burger, right, <laughs> right. One burger leads to 10 burgers. Well, she didn't care. And the family, they should have left her there. They, they come and get her. See? Of course. Yeah. They, they You're enable. watching a whole sick environment. Well, I finally said to my wife, I said, you know, I'm getting fed up with these two. I was hoping, you know, there's got to be some progress. But Tammy won't lose any weight. 
And uh, she keeps getting boyfriends, though. She weighs over 600 pounds, and she gets boyfriends. And they fuck her. According to her, they fuck her. It's impossible. I don't even see how it's possible. But she claims they do. And she always goes out with these skinny black guys who are into obese women. It's a fetish. Mm -hmm. And then they buy them food. Well, what I say? It's a whole thick environment. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I like that she at least is not, you know, she lives, I don't know, it looks like somewhere down south. And she's not prejudiced. She dates, a, she'll date a woman, a man, a transgender even. She'll date anybody. Just wants love. And I, it's too It's, it's a shame too she's sad. not going to be here long enough. Yeah. It's getting to, too sad. So um, be a part of a changing, better world. Yeah, I said to my wife, this is getting a bit old. Maybe we got to bail on Tammy and Amy, the thousand pound sisters, but we'll see. But uh, so Beth fell asleep and I put on American Music Awards and Jesus Christ, I try to watch it, but there's nothing for me there. I mean, I respect, listen, I like, I respect any musician who can make it. You know, I, I love musicians and I love to watch what they do, but I don't relate to a lot of it. I saw Bruno Mars opened up the show and he's, uh, he's, he's, he's a real talented guy. I'm, it's not my mm -hmm. thing so much, but he's, he's super talented. He's fun to watch, but I had to hit the fast forward a little bit. Even through him. Yeah. Even through him. And then Cardi B came out, and I was like, I, you know, I, I woke back up. Hey, it's Cardi B. She was on my show. I act like I know her. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm like, hey, you know, so I'm rooting for her. And then I didn't know. And I don't remember her speaking like that. I, I couldn't understand a word she's saying. But when she was on her show, I understood her fine. But I guess she was all amped up. She was full Cardi B. Uh, it was crazy. <laughs> I'm lying. I ain't getting nothing. Anyways, welcome to the 2021 American Music Award. I am your host, Cardi B. Thank you to Silk Sonic for starting us off right tonight. Wait, I don't hear myself. I'm what? Myself. Hold on, crowd. Hold on. I ain't gonna lie. I'm a little nervous. I'm shaking. Woo! My arms itch. Woo! I'm sweating. What? I'm, I'm going to let y'all know right now at home. I might get things messed up and I might stutter, but whatever. Whatever, whatever. I'm giving looks. Anyways, enough about me. Tonight's going to be fire. The show is full of performances from your favorite artists like BTS. I don't know. I, I mean, I, I don't know what the fuck was going on. <laughs> I said to my wife, I said, you got to get me a young person to translate what the fuck is happening here. I didn't know what Cardi B was saying. She was saying she her arms were sweating. She's oh, I didn't catch that. It really? Was, she was itching because, you know, oh, this is a big deal. Really? I, yeah. This is the third time I heard it. <laughs> <laughs> I still don't know but what the But the show fuck. is going to be fire. I was like, oh, fire, she said that? I was the like, show is going to be fire. I thought she was doing a Star Trek bit like she's speaking Klingon. But I was like, Oy vey. <laughs> I never felt older in my life. I'm watching this. I was out of my mind. I give up. Don't give up. But I was like, American Music Awards, that's the thing Dick Clark used to host. And yeah. that was his, you know that was his I was creation. Thinking, he, he produced it. He created yep. it and he produced it. And I wondered if it was still his company. 
Yeah, and he hosted too. He used to host it. You know, he used Dick to Clark. host it. But I, I was just like, does his company, is this company still around? Does, who gets that money? Who's running I that? I don't know. That's an empire. But, uh, you know, it's weird. The American Music Awards, I remember when he started it, it was, they only had the Grammys. That was the only thing. And suddenly, mm-hmm. Dick Clark comes on TV and goes, all right, fuck you. Here's the American Music Awards. Everyone was laughing at him because they're like, that, that isn't an award. You can't just make up an award. Well, well sure enough. It was voted on by people. And yeah, they, they the forgot angle. every other kind of music. It was only music you heard on the radio, right? Right. It wasn't like you didn't have to have the classical group. You didn't have to have the jazz group. Yeah. This is just the music we want to hear. And people ended up liking.